Well, you've made the choice to be back with us for another episode, more class and study content from the book of Proverbs. May I remind us this is about our use of God's wisdom in our lives. The fear of the Lord is the underlying frame of mind or attitude. With that, we get our heads into these text messages from God about how we should think, speak, act, react for a good life with God to equip us to serve others and be responsible and then through Christ someday enter into a heavenly reward. Thank you for returning to these periods of study. Now, this episode will be a little different, yet not a departure from our basic themes of study, and we're still in Proverbs. I want to read three statements from Proverbs, then engage in a discussion of these passages, their implications, possible misunderstandings, and ultimately, what our response ought to be to this wisdom from God. Three passages, Proverbs 11, 14, 15, 22, and 24, 6. Proverbs eleven fourteen, Where there is no guidance, a people falls, but in an abundance of counselors there is safety. Proverbs fifteen twenty two, Without counsel, plans fail, but with many advisors they succeed. Proverbs 24, 6, For by wise guidance you can wage your war, and in abundance of counselors there is victory. All right, what do you do with this? Well, the quick and simple approach would be, this means when you're trying to figure out what to do, you get a bunch of people to help you. This calls for an abundance of counselors leading to victory. It says many advisors lead to success. Where there is no guidance, a people falls, but in an abundance of counselors, there is safety. So, First response to these passages, not complicated, very simple. When you're trying to figure out what to do, get a bunch of people to help you. Three good results are identified, safety, success, and victory. And these good results occur when we surround ourselves with an abundance of counselors. Is that it? Is it that simple? No qualifications, no context, no additional wisdom to factor in? All right, let's step back and dig a little deeper. Now, I'm not going to dispute what these passages are saying. I want to raise some questions about impulsive, unqualified applications of this. So here we go. Suppose I want to rob a bank. I conceive the idea, I form an initial plan, and then it occurs to me I need help. I need a planning committee. I need accomplices. So I use informants to scour the criminal underworld. And I surround myself with an abundance of counselors. And we work together. We have meetings. I take their advice and we collaborate. And we commit the crime. And there's a great reward in dollars and we celebrate our success. Have I faithfully 
applied these passages in Proverbs? If not, why not? I got a bunch of people to advise me and help me, and I enjoyed the success that I intended. Well, yes, but you committed a crime. You joined with others and sinned against God. You can use these passages to justify something that is morally wrong? Well, no. So what I'm illustrating here is you can't take a passage like this and just apply it in any sort of a way without some qualification. And when you move outside the moral boundaries of God's wisdom, you've misused the passage. So let's be careful to not just find a passage and apply it to whatever ill-conceived enterprise we want that serves our selfish needs, and then go back and claim that, well, we did what the Bible said. You see what I mean? But let's dig even a little deeper. In applying these passages, two factors must be accounted for carefully motive, and who the counselors are. Motive. Sometimes when we seek counselors, there is less than worthy motive in our search. When a bank robber seeks out collaborators, the motive is not an interest in high moral ground. The bank robber's motive is to accomplish his carnal object, which is wealth by theft. And so, He doesn't seek out upstanding law-abiding citizens. Remember, he is scouring the criminal underworld for partners in crime who have the talent or knowledge required to steal. So in my understanding and application of these passages in Proverbs, I must take with me that thematic frame of mind upon which Proverbs is based, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. I must look at this passage, I must look at these passages as one who fears the Lord. And with that frame of mind, I am equipped to apply it in a righteous manner. Let me approach this from a different angle to make the same point. There is something in our modern culture called crowdsourcing. And one way that works is there is something you want, maybe a cause you are loyal to looking for confirmation, or something you want to do and you need a little push. And so on social media, you ask all your friends or your followers on Twitter, what do you think I should do? Am I right about this? Should I go ahead? And everybody weighs in some who don't even know you or your context. Everybody weighs in, and in effect, you have let your friends vote for your cause or encourage you in your intention or give you that final push. Is that wise? You are looking for applause, encouragement, justification. That's not what the Holy Spirit is recommending in these Proverbs passages. So I'm saying, don't apply these verses in a broad, self-serving way. What is your motive? Why are you looking for counselors, and what kind of counselors are you looking for? Those are critical 
considerations in applying these passages. There are examples in the Bible of people who surrounded themselves with counselors and they were directed to wrong decisions and regret and ruin. In Exodus 12, Aaron succumbed to the pressure from the people around him and made an idol. In Numbers 14, those ten spies who didn't have faith in God were not good counselors and their abundance in number meant nothing good. Solomon's marriages to heathen wives turned his heart away from the Lord, according to 1 Kings 11, verse 4. In 1 Kings 12, King Rehoboam heeded the wrong advice and reaped a rebellion of his people. So advice is good, depending upon your motive and who your advisors are. We can't take these Proverbs passages and apply them in such a wide field that we justify wrong actions by an abundance of misguided collaborators. Now, I've spent a lot of time with caution and warning about misapplication and misuse. What is the proper use of these passages? Now, let's go back and listen again. Proverbs eleven fourteen. Where there is no guidance, a people falls, but in an abundance of counselors there is safety. Proverbs 15.22 Without counsel, plans fail, but with many advisors they succeed. Proverbs 24.6 For by wise guidance you can wage war, and in an abundance of counselors there is victory. I tell you, folks, in that last passage, Proverbs 24, 6, there is a key to all this. I want to highlight two words, wise guidance. These passages are not about surrounding yourself with a crowd of fools who will tell you to do whatever you want to do, who will urge you to do anything you want. These passages do not give us permission to form just any kind of a group and let them vote on what we've already decided we want to do and take a poll or survey to justify some evil. What these passages teach us is the value of wise guidance. Now, where are you going to get wise guidance? At a bar, a nightclub? from anonymous bartenders and intoxicated consumers? Will a question you throw out on social media to a crowd yield wise guidance? Where are we going to find wise guidance? First, in Scripture. Then, in our struggles and efforts to understand and obey God, God's faithful people can help us. Thus saith the Lord is first and foremost, foundational. Should we need help understanding and resisting temptation and making tough decisions, the only people on earth who can help us are good people, God's people, who love God and love us. And this takes us back to Proverbs in that statement about iron sharpening iron, having faithful friends who tell us the truth, seeking advice from people who are honest, 
devoted to God and know the Scripture. God's advice is never wrong, and if you seek counselors, seek ones who will speak to you from God's Word and who love you and who want you to do what is right. What we seek in companions and friends is wise guidance, for by wise guidance you can wage your war, and in abundance of counselors there is victory. We get up every day and wage war against evil, every single day. And as we seek victory over every form of evil, Fellowship and help from mature Christians is valuable only if they are mature Christians who seek our best interest and who will say and do nothing that would take us away from glorifying God. It is in this spirit that Paul said to the church at Rome, the strong are obligated to help and bear with the weak. Let us build each other up, serve one another, instruct one another, Pray for one another. This is wise guidance that we need. Not asking people to encourage us in what we've already decided to do. Not crowdsourcing or taking a survey. Wise guidance and abundance of righteous counselors. That's good for us. Be free and ready to ask for help from mature, faithful Christians you can trust. Beware of unsolicited advice. Remember there are groups of people out there who will lead you in the wrong direction. I thank you for listening.